What's going on, everyone? My name is Dean Landowski. Welcome back to this episode of the All Things Philly podcast. So today um, I have a guest. His name is Paul joining us. We are going to start breaking down um, positions on this Philadelphia Eagles roster, starting all the way from the quarterbacks to the defensive line. This is the first week um, we are going to be doing one to two of these episodes a week. And today's we're going to be going over and evaluating the running back or not the running back, the wide receiver and quarterback position on this Philadelphia Eagles team. So let's start with the obvious one at quarterback. Um, A lot of things have been going on with the quarterback room in Philadelphia as of late. Um, We all know what's going on with um, Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts and all of that drama. But let's start first. Paul, what do you think about Jalen Hurts and his future with this team? Um, I think I think Hurts shows a lot of promise under uh, Nick Sirianni. I think that's just that was a perfect hire for him and for Carson if we kept him. But I think I think Hurts he's got he's got really he's really good at running and uh, his arm strength isn't isn't perfect. He can't he can't get it accurately down the field. But I do think with the right coaching he can fix that and he'll be a good he'll be a good uh, placeholder for Philadelphia for next the next couple of years. Yeah, so a lot of people um, have been saying that word placeholder, thinking that he might not be the franchise quarterback that the team needs, but he might be the guy that can hold us over until we find that franchise guy. I, on the other hand, do believe that if we're going to say, all right, Jalen, for the next few years, you're going to be our quarterback, I'd like to give him that chance at becoming the franchise quarterback because I do think he can um, become that and lead this team. You see guys like Lamar Jackson, Um, Lamar drafted with the last pick in the first round and is the Ravens franchise quarterback now has the same skill set as Jalen Hurts. Um, Jalen Hurts was taken as an early second round pick. So kind of around the same spot as Lamar Jackson, Lamar same playing style and has become the future of that Ravens football team. So I do believe that the Eagles um, can take Jalen Hurts as the future of this team. I'm not saying that that is necessarily the road I would go down, but I do believe that that is a very real possibility. Um, I love Jalen Hurts. As you said, his downfield accuracy isn't incredible, um, but he is very elusive with his running. He he breaks a lot of tackles, which is what this team needs, which is Carson didn't give him a lot of that as of late. Earlier on in his career, he would scramble, get out the pocket, make crazy plays. But later, after the ACL injury and the back injury and the concussion, he wasn't doing that as much. And I do think that is something that Jalen Hurts can bring with a lot of value to this team. Um, so let's say the Eagles choose not to stick with Jalen Hurts and they want to try and go in the draft with that sixth overall pick and draft somebody there or even trade up to get another quarterback. Um, there are three names we discussed, um, before starting this podcast, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Personally, I do believe that, um, if we are going to take a quarterback, which I don't think is the right move, but Zach Wilson is the is the way to go. A lot, a lot of scouts have him ranked higher than Trevor Lawrence on their draft boards. Obviously, I don't agree with that. I think Trevor Lawrence is a much better quarterback um, than Zach Wilson. But I think out of those three guys that he needs to be the guy the Eagles take if we choose to take a quarterback. Trey Lance, I don't want to take another uh, North, Dakota, North Dakota State quarterback. Excuse me. Um, nothing against the school, but we saw what happened with Carson Wentz last time. It's just how ironic it would be. 
uh, if we were to take another guy. And I just honestly think it would bring more drama if we were to draft another guy from North Dakota State. And Justin Fields, there are a lot of holes in his game, a lot of question marks, which right now is what this team does not need. We don't need any more question marks on this team. We need to fi- kind of find guys who can plug and play right now. Um, what's what's your take on, on the draft um, prospects? I definitely like Zach Wilson, the best out of the three of them. He shows a lot of promise as uh, just right out of the draft, like straight from college to the league, a lot of production. I do think that that is the best choice. I do think if we had to take someone else, I would take Justin Fields because his problems are easily fixable, I would say. And with the new coaching staff we have, I do think he could flourish under that. And uh, and yeah, I'd w- I would rather we didn't pick Trey Lance because I just I just don't see that working out. I don't think he's he's with the sixth pick i think we'd have to trade down at best to get him where like it would be worth our pick so i just don't think that we should take trey lance Lance at all i do yeah because taking trey lance would be a reach yeah yeah i do think out of the three zach wilson is the best to take at six if he's still there and we pick a quarterback yeah so not the not the move i would make um if i was howie roseman um, drafting a quarterback. But as you said, yeah, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson could definitely flourish under Nick Sirianni and this new coaching staff. Um, Trey Lance, I'm just not not overly intrigued upon. Um, but let's say we go uh, stick with Jalen Hurts, which in my opinion is the right move to make. Um, obviously, Nate Sudfeld's contract is up. We need to bring in a backup. Um, so three names that really stood out to me um, – and you, Paul, as we went over this, um, three names, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Cam Newton, Tyrod Taylor. To me, Cam Newton is the most intriguing name on that list. If you can get him to realize that at this point in his career, he's a backup, you can have him take less money. He would be the perfect fit for this Philadelphia Eagles team alongside Jalen Hurts. He's He's like the OG scrambling quarterback. He's like one of the first, along with Michael Vick. I'd put Michael Vick and Cam Newton at, at like the top of the class when it comes to um, scrambling running quarterbacks and that style of play. So to bring in a guy like that to work with Jalen Hurts and to kind of mentor him and teach him, um, I think that's a move that the Eagles make if they're all in on Jalen Hurts, is bringing in a guy like Cam Newton. Um, and say Hurts goes out for a game or two, Newton's not an awful backup option. He he was an MVP in 2015, led his team to a Super Bowl, um, couldn't get the job done in Super Bowl 50, but, but still an incredible season from him. Obviously not the same player he used to be, um, but in my opinion, the best option out of those out of the free agents. Yeah, I do think that uh, out of the three of them, Cam Newton is the best fit for if we're keeping Jalen Hurts. I do think with his running ability, like you said, with him kind of revolutionizing that position in 2015, he was so he just the way he played was so interesting to watch. And the only team that could really stop him was the number one defense in the league in the Broncos. Um, I do think that um, if he's willing to just realize that he's not the starter on that team and he can keep control of his ego, I do think that is the right choice to make. But if he does kind of like challenge Hurts for the position and just try to like make himself seem like the center of the team, I don't, I just don't want any terrible controversy again because I'm just kind of done with that. But I do think if we can't get Cam, Fitzpatrick is 
such a good quarterback. Like, you saw what he did on the Dolphins uh, this past season. He Before Tua took over, he did really well. And when Tua had to step out, he did great against the Raiders with that incredible throw with his helmet almost pulled around. I do think if Hurts gets hurt in any situation, heaven forbid, Fitzpatrick would be the guy who can just take control of the team. And whenever we play Fitzpatrick, he kind of just exposes us. Like, we can't. He's beaten us with like seven or eight different franchises. It's kind of kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, just a side note here. If the Eagles do sign Fitzpatrick, um, there will be all things Philly Fitzmagic t-shirts coming out. Just a heads up, there will be some Fitzmagic merch coming out if we do sign Ryan Fitzpatrick because it's just a must. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. Last time we played Fitzpatrick, I believe was, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was 2018 when he was with the Bucks. I, I think so, yeah. Second game of the season, Nick Foles was still starting before Wentz came back. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was the last time we played um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he absolutely destroyed us. Uh, another guy that that's name is, is intriguing is Tyrod Taylor. Um, in Buffalo, led them to their first playoff game in, in the longest time a couple years ago, the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl, so 2017. Um, has always been a solid player in this league. Um, last year started over Herbert for the first few games in um, Los Angeles before he had that punctured lung. Um, and obviously Herbert took over that team and is the new face of that franchise. And in my opinion, bold take, Herbert will be a top five quarterback next year. Um, but he, So he lost his job to a respectable quarterback um, in Justin Herbert. But Tyrod Taylor is a guy that the that can come in, um, great leader, can work with Hurts, um, and I think can just have a voice in this locker room. Yeah, I definitely agree with with that. Um, I do I do hope that if we bring in Taylor, he is he is a presence in some of the games, either getting some garbage time or just being able to take over for a couple drives because he's never really gotten since Buffalo. He's never really had that chance to be that starting quarterback. Like the last time he was a starting quarterback was when, you know, on the Chargers, his his doctor punctured his lung before a game and he lost the starting job and it wasn't his fault and it wasn't even on the field. So I do I do hope if we bring him in, he plays. I love him as a mentor. I love him as a leader. Like that would just be perfect to fill some of the holes that we were going to lose over free agency and uh, and just cutting players to get some cap space. So I do I do like that pickup if we take him. Yeah, so coming to a conclusion on the quarterback position, um, personally, I'd like to roll with Jalen Hurts, bring in a guy like Newton to help him grow and, and stick with Hurts as your guy. You took him last year in the second round for a reason. You obviously saw something there if you were the Eagles. So in my opinion, roll with Hurts for a little bit um, um, and just let this year be a kind of a prove-it year, um, see what he can do, and if he doesn't produce – then after this season, you move on. But I think this year needs to, out of respect for him, just give him a season to show the Philly and the organization what he can do. Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely like Hurts as the QB of the future. Like, he only played four games uh, with us, even because Carson had to be benched, I mean, at that point. And I, I loved how he came in and he, he took down the Saints in Philly, which was just an incredible game to watch. I do think that he needs some better coaching than what we had, and I'm glad that we're getting, we've are getting we gotten him new coaches to be 
the starter of this year. And I do think that after this season, if he isn't producing, we do need to move on. All right, cool. Now moving on, other position we're going to do today, the wide receiver position. This this is a little bit more of a tricky situation right now because of what's going on in this receiving um, room the last couple seasons with this Eagles team. The quarterback situation, yeah, it's been a little, little rough, but we ultimately know what's going to happen this year. The wide receiver position is out on the table. Who knows what could happen? So if we start with what we had last year. Last year, we had... Deshaun Jackson, who only played five games due to injury, um, just like the year before that, we brought him back, and he's played, like, eight games for this team um, in two seasons. But Deshaun Jackson last year only played five games, only one touchdown. Alshon Jeffrey, again, only played seven games due to injury. Greg Ward. Greg Ward is Mr. Reliable. He's always going to be there to get you a five, six-yard catch when you need it. Um, played all 16 games, is always going to be there when you need him. Um, I like Greg Ward, not a star-studded wide receiver, but a nice little slot receiver that will always get you catches if you need it. Jalen Rager did not live up to the hype um, that that was put on his name before his rookie season. And a lot of the reason that what he did got diminished was due to what Justin Jefferson did out in Minnesota, which is who the Eagles passed up on in order to get Rager. Um, but I, I do think he still has a lot of potential. He only played 11 games due to injury. So I think this is going to be a big season for him. Um, Travis Fulgham. Travis Fulgham will be wide receiver one next year. I love Travis Fulgham. Don't even get me started, man. I was about ready to order that Travis Fulgham jersey after that Pittsburgh game um, this past year. I love Fulgham. He needs to stay on the team. There's no way they, they can let him walk. No way. Hightower had a very bad case of the drops um, when he played. He's got incredible speed, lots of potential, but not for this team this year. I think he needs to take a very small role, or whether it's practice squad or something like that, um, and let him grow. Same thing with Quez Watkins. A lot of potential rookie season needs more time to grow into that NFL receiver. A lot of – this is this is a big name that – it's, it's either you love him or you hate him in the city of Philadelphia. A lot of people hate him. There's only a few people like me that, that love this guy. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. I love him. I love I don't know what about him, but I, I see something in him that if he can get the playing time he deserves and he can get some targets, I think he could be a solid receiver. You, you saw that catch he made against Washington in the last game of the season. He had like four guys on top of him, still came down with the ball. He had an amazing catch against Pittsburgh, like a 60-yard catch right before halftime. Um, And those were like the only two times he was targeted all season, and he made incredible catches. So it, it blows my mind that people are willing to just get like give up on this guy after he hasn't really gotten any sort of um, reps from this coaching staff. Uh, Doug Peterson's coaching staff didn't really give him any reps. Um, but I, I love Arthur Whiteside. I think he can be a really good player in this league. And last name that was on the roster last year, Marquise Godwin opted out due to COVID, traded for him during the draft, um, picked him up from San Francisco. Um, I Obviously, we don't know what he is because he didn't play for us last year. Um, so, Paul, out of the guys from last year, what are your opinions on these guys? Um, and what do you think we should do with these guys moving forward? <laughs> Well, 
first off, I really think that Ortega Whiteside, he needs he needs a fresh start, a new chance. Because I I totally agree with you. When given the chance, he shows so much potential. He has he's so good at um just fighting for contested catches and just going up there and getting the ball. I do think um with with the new QB situation and the new coaching situation, he will get more chances because uh the one glaring problem I saw with Wentz while he was here was once you dropped a couple passes from him, he stopped trusting you. He stopped he stopped targeting you. He went with what he knew. He find his tight ends. I think Hurts gives Ortega Whiteside that that second chance that he deserves, and he will get a lot more playing time, and it will develop to be a really good wide receiver, too. Um, I love Fulgham. Fulgham is a star. I I was watching that San Francisco game, our first win of the season, week four. I, I can't. I had never heard his name before, and he became... I don't think anybody favorite. had heard his name. Yeah, it, he just... the. Like I've heard commentators say, the greatest wide receiver you never knew. Like yeah, he he just appeared and he was so great until Alshon started taking snaps from him and then he kind of dropped off. But I mean, what are you gonna do when Doug Peterson wants to put in an older receiver who's not producing as much? Um, I uh, I do think Hightower get, get like he just needs the right coaching. He is he's so fast. He's he so he shows so much promise, but he does have those crucial drops in really really tense situations. I do think he has to just you know stop stop thinking in the moment, like just being so caught up in it. I do think he just needs to calm himself down and just be able to develop into a wide a solid wide receiver three or two or three. Um, I love Rager. Rager, I just we didn't use him right. He we kept having him go on like just routes that he wasn't prepared to take on in his rookie year. Um, we kept sending him deep, even though in at TCU, uh, he was, he was so good catching screen passes and just turning, like turning nothing into something. Um, but unfortunately we just kept throwing screens to Ward instead of, uh, utilizing the skill set of Rager. I do think with the new coaching staff that he will shine next year and he'll be, he'll be up there with some, some big names. Um, Ward, he's he's such a reliable guy. Um, just like you said, as a as a slot receiver, he's going to get you the yards you need on third or fourth down. But he's not he's not anything like nothing about him stands out as like a superstar player. He's just all around solid. So I do like him, but he's not he's not on the priority list to keep, in my opinion. But that could go either way, and I I mean. I didn't see much from Marquise Goodwin because I don't really watch the 49ers and I didn't get to see him this season. So that's really all that I saw from these players. Yeah, definitely. So, so Marquise Goodwin is a name that um, I'm not, I mean, it, it is what it is. If he leaves, let me real quick before I go into it, what's your opinion on the, the move to release to Sean Jackson? I just it had to, it had to happen. I mean, we'd we'd signed him for two years to be a mentor to these young receivers, and he really he played eight games out of thirty-two. Like that's not enough playing time for what we paid him for what contract we gave him. Um, he is getting toward, he's getting older, so I do think that uh, with everything that happened, just like the constant injuries, he did pro- he did produce a little, but he was kind of underwhelming when he did play. So. 
I love him as a player. He'll always be an Eagle in my heart. Like I don't see him as a football team player or a Buccaneer. I see him as a Philadelphia Eagle. And uh, I do hope he ends up retiring instead of signing with a new team, because I do think that his time is up really. I don't see him retiring um, after this year, but after maybe another year or two, I could see him doing what like LaShawn McCoy did and go chase a couple Super Bowls real quick. Um, but I do think he'll retire as an Eagle. He had his best seasons with an Eagle. Like you said, I don't see him as a Redskin. I don't see him as a Buccaneer. I see him as a Philadelphia Eagle. And I think even Buccaneer and Redskins fans would agree on that. Um, just like um, Terrell Owens fans, he was not a Philadelphia Eagle. He was on the team for a few years. But, like, when you think of Terrell Owens, you don't automatically go and think of the Eagles. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I do think it was a move that was bound to happen. I love Deshaun. Obviously, I'm wearing his jersey. Love Deshaun. But I do think it was time to move on from him. Because um, he couldn't just stay healthy. Um, he, he played eight games over two seasons, which is not good. That's a quarter of the games. Yeah. Breaks is 16 games. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a quarter of the games, which is not, not enough. Um, reported today that um, Alshon Jeffrey will also be released at the start of the new league year. Finally, Alshon, you stole minutes from my favorite player on the Eagles, uh, Travis mm. Fulgoat. Um, so, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm glad Alshon will be gone. Um, I, I really am. Thankfully, I didn't buy his jersey. I was very close, actually, to buying a, an Alshon jersey a couple years ago. Thankfully, I did not. But... I am glad to see him go, uh, give more minutes to a guy like Travis Fulgham. Uh, Greg Ward, he is an exclusive rights free agent. Um, so basically, if the Eagles want him, he's theirs. So it's up to the Eagles to decide if they would like to resign Greg Ward or, or not. I'm fine either way, honestly. I could go in either direction with Greg Ward. He's not some guy that, like you said, he's not some guy you look at and you see a star. But he's also not a scrub. He can play. He can get catches for you, but he's not going to be that that go-to guy. Um, and, and as you said, Rager, team did not utilize him properly. Um, I think he can be a star in this league. Obviously, you got to keep him for next year. Um, and Watkins and Hightower, I'd say send them down to the practice squad. Somebody gets hurt, bring them up this year. Um, but Fulgham, we already touched on Fulgham. Got to keep him. Got to keep Fulgham. He's the GOAT. And then Arthega Whiteside, keep him. Marquise, uh, same thing with Ward. I'm not going to be upset either way. At that point, it, it is what it is with him. Now, moving on to the hottest topics surrounding the Eagles right now. Will they take a receiver at number six in the draft? And with Howie Roseman, who the freak knows? Because with our chances, we will draft... I don't even know. Some kicker. We'll, we'll probably draft Sarah Fuller, the, the kicker. Out of what? Mm. What school did she go to? Vanderbilt. Yeah, I think so. I think. Yeah, it's we'll probably we'll probably draft her with the number six overall pick. Um, but <laughs> but Jamar Chase is the ideal choice if he's still sitting there at number six. He might be gone sooner. Bengals have a pick ahead of us. He might want to go. Or Joe Burrow might want the Eagles to bring him in. Um, played together in college. I could see him being gone by number six. Um, but Jamar Chase is the ideal. Um pick what do you think about Jamar Chase I I love him as a player I I watched LSU in college football because of Jamar Chase I just I think as a 
as a deep threat or just like a good man on man guy. He's 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 just he's got it all. Like when I say Ward doesn't have anything special about him, I don't I look at Jamar Chase and see like I'll, all I see is special. That that I feel like he's going to be a star no matter where he goes. Um, I do think that the chances are he will be taken before us because we have the Dolphins and the Bengals in front of us. And I do, I can see both teams taking a wide receiver. I do hope the Bengals go and take an offensive lineman to protect Burrow. Um, but the ideal choice, and I feel like the choice, if he's there, that Howie Roseman has to make is Jamar Chase. If Howie Roseman ever wants to try and redeem himself in Philadelphia, he has to take Jamar Chase if he's there. Yeah, he has to draft well this year. Exactly. If Howie wants his job, he has to draft well. If not, he's going to be gone. Um, And Devontae Smith, also not a bad option if he's still there at the number six pick. Won the Heisman this year. Balled out in the NC, um, in the college football playoffs um, in the NCAA this year. So Devontae Smith, also a stud. The only thing that concerns me about him is his size. He's a very skinny guy. Um, so as long as he can put on some muscle to compete with these defensive backs in the NFL that are huge, like Jalen Ramsey, um, then then I'd love to take a swing at Devontae too. Jamar Devontae, um, one and two, that would be perfect. One of those guys, that's all I need to be happy for this draft. Another guy that I could see being picked, Kyle Pitts. And although he's listed as a tight end, he's a good blocking wide receiver. As you said earlier when we were talking, he's a good blocking wide receiver. Yeah, I, I in Florida, like he was he was the reason Florida was winning. Like you, you look at that team, there's there's good players on it. But Kyle Pitts was who really stood out. And as soon as he stopped playing because of his injury, like they started losing it like to bad team. So I do think, like you said, Kyle Pitts is just a block, a really good blocker as a wide receiver. I think he's a really good physical player, and uh, he just has he has the ability to create space, no matter if it's a corner or a linebacker playing him. So I do like him as a reliable third option. Yeah. So those those are the guys that the Eagles could try and make a move on in the draft. Jamar Chase would be my choice. Um, if he's not there, Devontae Smith. And if, if neither of those guys are there, maybe go look and take a corner or a safety linebacker, offensive lineman, something else. Um, because those are the only two guys that I see that really stand out at the wide receiver position. Jalen Waddle is good, but I don't – number six would be a reach. Definitely number six would be a reach to take Waddle. Absolutely. Um, some free agents that the team could go out and sign. Here are some guys that would be completely unrealistic because the Eagles have absolutely no money and cannot afford these guys. Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, Juju Smith-Schuster, who I don't want in the first place. He can go do his TikTok dances somewhere else. Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, AJ Green, T.Y. Hilton. Um, Those are seven guys that are at the top of the list here, but I don't think the Eagles could afford any of them. The only guy that's on the top of the list here that I could see the Eagles maybe financially being able to pull off is Sammy Watkins and Antonio Brown. Um, and and both of those guys, I think, would be solid additions to the wide receiving core. Because if you – so you draft Jamar Chase, right? You have Chase, 
Let's let's go with Antonio Brown. Chase, Brown, Fulgham, Rager. That would be one of the top wide receiving cores in the league. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I think Antonio Brown, even though he didn't play as much on the Buccaneers as I would have liked him to, um, he showed he showed a lot of promise. He showed that he's not done yet. Um, I I do think um, just being able to have him in the locker room, even despite his past, despite what he's gone through, I do think that he is showing a lot more respect for other players, and he's he's becoming a better teammate. Um, and I just think with him in the wide receiving core, you have such an experienced wide receiver who's played with uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady. Like he's been up there with the greats. He would he knows he knows when a good quarterback's going to him. He knows how they think. Um, and I think he could bring a lot of just advice to not only the wide the wide receivers but Jalen Hurts himself. I think he's got he's got some st- he's got stories to tell. As long as his head doesn't get too big in the locker room, I think Brown would be a really solid, solid pickup. Yes, I agree um, with that. Anything else you want to touch on regarding the wide receiver position? Um, yeah, um, I do think if we could afford him, I do think Sammy Watkins is a good pick. He's a really good deep threat. He's Obviously, he's been on Kansas City, so you've got players like Hardman, Kelsey, and Hill, like... So he's just at best a wide receiver three, but I think in another city he's a solid wide receiver two. Definitely. I do think I do think if we were able to pick him up, he's a good quick one year signing, see how he does, and if he doesn't pan out, then just trade him away, cut him. But I do think that would be someone to look out for. Um and obviously everyone else on this list is way out of our price range with what what we have to deal with regarding our cap space. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Um, so if that's all you have, um, I've said everything I wanted to say. So I think we can both agree on stick with Jalen Hurts, sign a backup, move with him in the future, and then try and sign a guy like Watkins or Brown and then draft a receiver with the sixth pick. Yeah, that's 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 where I'm at. And I just, I really have high hopes for this team with the new coaching and everyone we have. So, it yeah. should be interesting. Stuff to look out for in the coming months. Yes, definitely. So, so this has been the first episode of our positions preview series. Next episode, we'll be breaking down the tight end and running back positions um, on this Eagles offense. But thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you guys have not already, go follow our Instagram at all underscore things underscore Philly underscore podcast. Uh, shoot me a DM if you have any topics you want me to cover. Um, so just and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, go subscribe to the YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, drop a like and subscribe. Um, and and we will see you guys next time, probably sometime later this week or next week with that next positions preview episode. Um, thank you all so much for watching, and we'll see you next time.